Okay, everybody, this is Imar Salpaduta Sports Inquirer, and we're joined by Cami Hidalgo, a diver for Georgia Tech uh, Swimming and Diving. Uh, Cami, thank you for joining us early on a uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, how has the season been going so far for you and the team? Um, I think it's been going really well. Um, our spring championship meet always comes up really quickly um, after our winter break, and we actually didn't go, get to go on our training trip this year, so that was a little bit disappointing. Um, but our team usually does really well with different types of adversity. So we're getting through it. And I think we're all pretty prepared for um, ACCs and then hopefully NCs too. Yeah, you recently took first place at the women's one dive at the meet you had against with Tulane and Arkansas. Uh, just what about that performance and just getting that win uh, for you this year? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting coming in as a fifth year because I was a little bit nervous about um, doing another year and maybe not like living up to my standards from last year. So it was always a question of, oh my gosh, am I going to be like disappointed with this year if I don't do as well as I did last year? But I actually find myself to be a little bit more relaxed. I think knowing that this is my final year diving is kind of making me really just enjoy the whole sport of it. So I'm a lot more relaxed, kind of just focusing on having fun and really taking in the moments with my teammates. And I think that's helping my performance. And what led to you coming back for another season with the Yellow Jackets? Last year, you were in the NTAAs, uh, earned some you know, All-America honors. What led in, in your career? Uh, what led to come back for another season? Yeah, so I was always going to do five years of school. It was whether I would just be diving for the last of it. Um, and I wasn't sure if I wanted to have all the diving conflicts with my last year of school. But I mean, this team is just so amazing. It's really my family. And I think that I would regret it if I didn't come back and die for all the years that I could have. And how have you handled training? Obviously with the pandemic, all sports and all athletes have had to make adjustments. How have you handled that? Is Since diving, it seems like a lonely sport uh, for, for the outsider, uh, but then isolated. Has that really, all, has anything altered in your training um, just as far as how you prepare for a meet and to preparing for this season? Yeah, so during the very beginning of COVID, uh, it was like when everything was shut down, like you couldn't really do anything. Um, I mostly did a lot of running, which is, <laughs> which is not really normal for me. I'm not a huge cardio girl, but it was more making sure that you stayed in shape and did um, the workouts that you could like outdoors or just anywhere. Um, so I got into running a lot. And then back now, we don't have too many problems um, with COVID interfering with our training. We pretty much go on as usual right now. So it's kind of nice to be back at the pool and somewhat on like a normal schedule with all the abnormalities around us. Yeah, and what goes into training? And we'll get into how you got into diving as a career in a few minutes, but what is, is it more in pool training? Do you do, I guess it's called off the field training? <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you balance all of that? Because I'm sure it's more than just getting on a platform and jumping you know, into a pool, uh, but how, yeah. how, do you, how do you train and just prepare for your competitions? Yeah, so um, like our week-to-week -week basis usually looks like about three, three days of like weight training, and then our practices, we have a practice six days a week, and before we get into the water, we usually have roughly like uh, 30 minutes of like a warm-up or like an active warm-up where we're either doing exercises or just like drills like flips um, and stuff like that on our dry land. So it's more like preparing you for what you do in the pool before you dive, just getting warmed up and all that stuff. And then after that, we were in the water for roughly like an hour and a half. 
any preference. You, you participate in one meter, three meter, and then platform. Do you have a preferred uh, discipline as far as uh, what you, you participate in? Yeah, it's really interesting because I think it's almost changed throughout like every stage of my life so far. When I was younger, I was super small and platform was always my favorite just because on the springboards, I couldn't really jump that much just given I didn't have a lot of weight on me. Um, so yeah, when I was younger, it was most definitely platform. And then when I came into Georgia Tech, I got really good at one meter and that became my favorite event. And now just recently, I've gotten um, a lot better on three meters. So it's kind of an all around, but I would say um, right now, I'm really enjoying both three meter and platform. And what are the differences in the, the different distances? And I've heard, this is like deep dive, the deep divers want to jump off of cliffs. Uh, so it's maybe not that a good example, uh, but I've heard that in the platform, the higher up you go, your dive is kind of in phases or different parts. Uh, while if you're in a shorter uh, level, you kind of just jump and go for it. Do you kind of <laughs> notice the, you kind of see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's compartmentalized, seems more in the plat. The higher up you go, you kind of you have different phases of, uh, of diving. Am I saying that correctly? I would, I don't know. They, they seem all very similar just because I feel like for platform, at least in college, you mainly do difficult dives. So um, you're pretty much like doing something until you hit the water for every single board, like one meter, three meter or platform. I think the main difference is just that um, platform can be a little bit scarier given that you're higher up. It's um, a little bit riskier, I guess. So if you land a wrong way, you'll get more injured per se, if you will, um, then on the springboards. Yeah, and speaking of injuries, I was doing my research on you, and it seems like you got into diving while suffering injury in another sport. Do you want to elaborate on that as a, as a younger uh, athlete and what led you to diving? Yeah, so a lot of divers actually come from gymnastics, uh, whether it's an injury or if they just lose interest in it. And that was the same for me. Um, I did gymnastics for probably like seven years of my life from like the age of two to nine perhaps, but I had something called Panner's disease in my elbow, which was basically where the cartilage kind of wore out between my two bones and it never hurt or anything. It's just like, I was unable to touch my shoulder. So my arm would just stay like this. And so they told me I could either wait a couple of years and come back to gymnastics or just quit. And so at that point I just quit. And I kind of took a year off of athletics in general. I remember my doctor had advised me to go into diving and my mom thought it was too dangerous. Um, but then I guess she let me do it after a year. <laughs> and how do you handle that now? Because especially with the platform, the first part of your body that hits are the arms or your hands. Uh, do you is, do you feel, is that what you, is that gets more wear and tear than even your legs, which you would assume would be because you're jumping off of something, but your arms really feel it more? Yeah, so my elbow doesn't really have problems anymore, but a lot of issues that divers have are either shoulder issues or wrist issues. Um, when I was younger, I had a lot of wrist pain and I had like some bruised bones just because when you enter the water, you're in like this position. So when you hit, your wrists are constantly getting like compressed. So I know um, a lot of tower divers at least have a lot of wrist issues and even back issues too, just from the pressure of hitting the water. Yeah, and I meant to ask also, do you do synchronized diving? I know that's a sport that has become uh, gotten more interest and more participation. Do you participate in that or do you maybe want to do that in the future? I used to do synchronized diving in like 
my final years of junior diving, not so much anymore in college, only because NCAA competitions don't have synchronized diving. So it's definitely a little less popular unless you're shooting for like world competitions, like Phoenix competitions and that stuff. Do you plan, do you ha have a, do you even try that with some of your teammates, maybe for fun or simultaneous diving, even during practice or anything like that? <laughs> Yeah, sometimes just to goof off, I will, but it never ends well because our hurdles, like the starts that we do are so different. So we're like on the boards like this, not matching each other. So I always end up laughing and my dive is never good anyways, but it's fun to just goof around with. Do you have any favorite divers that on the team or maybe at the club level when you're not at Georgia Tech that you like training with or even doing some diving with? Um... I mean, I feel like my team as a whole right now, diving wise, are really good. We all push each other and we have really good energy during practice. We all have very cohesive personalities and that's really good. And then what, um, during the summer, I always go back and train with like um, all the divers that I kind of dove with in my earlier years. And that's always really fun too, because they're a pretty motivated group. So I, I really like going back home to train with um, my uh, old friends and then also diving here. Yeah, and you mentioned this your fifth year, and uh, you have a lot more diving to go, but do you see a future career in diving or something in the industry, as either in the pool or you said off the pool or whatever term you use, a land training or anything like that? <laughs> I don't know. I never really thought about it. I'm majoring in mechanical engineering, so that's probably more along the field of what I'll go into after diving. But I always think it'd be fun to just revisit the pool at least from time to time and see kind of how the program's doing. I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, and now coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend on February 11th, you have the Yellow Jacket Invitational. Uh, how is training going for that? And the team just progressing as you prepare for the ACCs and the NCAAs. So the Yellow Jacket Invitational is more a meet um, for swimmers to get like another opportunity to race. We don't do diving in the okay. Yellow Jacket Invitational, but for ACCs, we're kind of just uh, fine tuning, I guess, all the little issues that we've had for past meets. So more kind of remembering how we were performing, maybe what worked and didn't work in our routines, and then kind of honing in on that for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and how do you work with the swimmers? I'm always I'm intrigued by that as well, because it seems like you're in the same pool, but it's a very different approach to it. Do you, do you get some swimming in? Do they try to do some diving to start some team <laughs> bonding? Because you, you, all of the points count at these competitions. So your contribution is just as important as the, the, free, you know, the freestyle swimmer or the backstrokes uh, swimmer. Uh, but how do, yeah. you build, how do you build that? What's the relationship like between you and the swimmers? Our team is very close. And that's one of the reasons, one of the main reasons I committed here is because when you come from, the diving world, it's very small. It's always been very small and swimming so large. So joining a team of 60 people who are immediately latched onto you and very interested in what you do and want to help you and get you farther along in life. It was like one of the best feelings ever. And our team in particular, we don't really have any like clicks on the team. It's more, cause I know some teams it's like split on women's split on men's or split for diving and swimming, but that's not really how it works <laughs> at Georgia tech, which is really nice. And um, our first two years on campus, you like room with swimmers and you're like forced to all kind of live together. So I feel like that's where a lot of the bonding happens because our practices are pretty much separate, but it's like you spend a lot of your outside time with the swimmers and divers. So I think that's how a lot of the bonds are created. 
but we do some relays for fun. Like we'll have a little diver relay. We'll, we'll have the swimmers kind of teach us the strokes or coach us along the way for our relay. And then um, the sprinters, we actually started helping them with some like entries into the water. So sometimes they'll come over to the dive well and we'll kind of work on their form for that because I guess it's really important like how their core is when it hits the water because sprint is so quick. It's like every little detail kind of matters. So that's been really fun to kind of incorporate um, diving here and there. Never thought it. Did you ever get into swimming? You mentioned the diving and, uh, or did the, the uh, did the arm injuries prevent you really from getting into swimming <laughs> at, a, at a young age? I never swam as a young age only because I was in gymnastics. I have three brothers and they were all put in swimming. I think my parents just wanted them to do some sort of exercise. And if they didn't already have something in mind, they just threw them into swimming. I wish that I had started in swimming just to have some like good cardio experience. I did swim a little bit um, during like COVID, but I, diving is such a social sport. It was really hard for me to swim just back and forth and count the laps. I feel like I was like making stories up in my mind to just kind of keep myself distracted. <laughs> so it was really hard for me, but I respect all the swimmers out there for doing it. <laughs> Any favorite stroke, uh, backstroke, breaststroke? What's your, your go-to? Yeah, when we do the dive relay, I'm always on breaststroke. So that one's fun. <laughs> I feel like it's the easiest to kind of like maintain your breath because it's like you're you're going all out but I, I don't know it's, it's different and I think I'm I think I'm decent at brushstroke <laughs> I like it well Cammy, thank you for your time we greatly appreciate it and hopefully we'll catch up later on in the season when you get to the ACC's and the NCAA's yeah thank you so much for having me all right